Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. Walters. Not quite, not quite. Mark Walters out and about doing his traveling, taking a couple of days off here. Actually, he's going to take a few days off this week. So yours truly, Andy Hoosier, filling in for Armed American Radio's Daily Defense on a Monday. Greatest day of the entire week. As I always say, we're setting the tone for the entire week. We're just carpe dianisms all over the place. <laughs> That's what I tell myself, at least. Greg down in Dallas. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, pretty good, man. Just trying not to melt. Trying not to melt. What is the temperature in Dallas, Texas today? Uh, we're sitting at a 103. All right. Uh, we're at 101 right now, so we're right about that same yep, yep. same level. I am, dude, I, I'm struggling. This has been like two weeks now of this temperature, and it hit all of a sudden my yard and our garden in the backyard was doing so well all springtime and early summer. We were getting decent rain. We were starting to come out of our drought. It was like no more than like 80 degrees. It was beautiful. My grass for the first time in the three years that I've had this house was actually nice and plush and nice and green and nice and beautiful. And I'd had to actually mow it like once or twice a week. Uh, our garden was booming with like 10 foot tall corn stalks in our backyard. In the last week and a half, man, Everything is brown. Everything's almost dead again. Yeah. The plants in the garden are starting to die off, and I can't deal with this hot temperature, man. This is ridiculous. Thank you, global warming and AOC. Well, and, uh, you know, being having lived in Texas for so long, I'm used to it. This is just July in Texas for me, and rolling into August going to be the same. But I'm with you on the garden. Mine, My tomato plants are showing a little bit of a wilt and a little bit of a damage just due to the heat, so I try to water them every night. Uh, but my chickens are what I'm most worried about. I hope none of them. I've lost one already due to heat exposure, and I'm trying to keep the rest of them alive. Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about the chickens, yeah. Uh, well, it's tough. Hopefully we can see things start cooling down a little bit. But here's the kicker. I don't know if you're aware of this or, uh, or not, Craig, but it's 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 summertime. Shocking. It's summertime. Shocking. I know. It's <laughs> summertime. So, therefore, it's going to be hot temperatures. Wild to even think about. So, there you have it. Happy summer and happy warm weather to you as we continue on. Uh, again, uh, having the Scandinavian in me, I'm waiting for the 20-degree temperatures, in which case I will thoroughly enjoy them a lot more than what we're seeing right now. we got a lot to talk about here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, and uh, I want to kick it off with this, Greg. I have to say that I absolutely love the private sector. I don't know about you, but I love capitalism. Yeah, absolutely. You almost thought I was going to say something different, right? You know, the uh, <laughs> the Kanye West, I love Hitler. That guy's weird. I uh, know. I love the private sector. All right. I love capitalism. I love free markets because only in free markets do we fill the void when there's something missing. When the consumer wants something, 
when there's a demand for something in the private sector by the majority of Americans, by the consumer themselves, we find a way to fill that void, do we not? It's not the government that does it. We find a way to fill that void based on small business, entrepreneurship, innovation, and hard work. That's the beauty of this system, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, seeing as that we basically earn our salaries through capitalism because uh, people want to advertise with our networks or our radio stations so that they can get their business name out there so that they can drum up business as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of capitalism. It's the cycle of life. That's why NPR struggles. But although they stay alive just because the government funds them through their nice little government grants, that's why Air America, which was the private sector option for liberal talk radio, died out years ago because small business who sponsors and supports private radio industry or media in any way, shape or form uh, didn't do well because the hosts were on there trashing the private industry while also asking for their money. And it doesn't quite work that way. But I remember all those great liberal talk show host on air america that was hilarious yeah they come the day to actually listen to they certainly thought they had something going over there they little did they know that they would eventually crash and burn because they're just trashing the system that they would like to make a lot of money through yeah that is true i i I gotta tell you this one story and i've said it before on the radio i don't think i've said it on this show so this might be new to some listeners but uh when i was interning for radio in denver i was interning for the great mike rose and 850 koa he just retired actually a few years ago but he really helped launch me into radio at the beginning when I was first going into the broadcasting school. I needed the internship hours, and I had listened to him all the way through high school, into college. He had filled in for Rush Limbaugh a couple of times. He was like the big kahuna out of Denver, Colorado, on that big 100,000-watt station at KOA. While I was there in that cluster that was in Denver, there was a couple other stations. There were 630K How, another talk station. But then there was uh, 760 Progressive Talk. And they had it was an affiliate of Air America. Now, I bring this up because the morning show host was a local guy by the name of David Sirota. You ever heard that name before? I think so. It sounds he, familiar. He, he's a writer for Salon.com now. OK. And I, th- and I think he did some writing for Salon.com back then as well while he had his radio show. This guy, I only met him one time in the elevator and he absolutely despised Mike Rosen thinking he was the most putrid, horrible human being on the face of the earth, which, again, was hilarious. Because he was so progressive, this guy, and I would call in every once in a while just to mess with him, because this guy was on the radio saying how Barack Obama was a flaming right-wing conservative. (laughs) (laughs) That's how crazy this guy was. Uh, And I... I could only take so much of his radio program, but he was the morning show host on 760 Progressive Talk out of Denver. And uh, shortly after that, after I had left, my internship was when Air America went down and 760, I think, changed to like a sports talk radio or something. I don't know. But uh, it was hilarious because that's how uh, that's how crazy those individuals were. The point I bring up here is that we find and fill the void when there's a demand for something. It doesn't just have to be material goods, though, even though that's the beauty of a free market, laissez-faire capitalist society. When you need a firearm, when you need uh, an American flag, when you need a microphone, because my microphone goes out. The beauty is when there's a demand for it, there's a way to get it based on this free market, because the entrepreneurs know that there is a said demand for such a product. But let's look a little bit wider. Let's widen out that margin just a little bit more. And let's talk about the military. And let's talk about conservatism and thought and ideology in this nation. The beauty, again, is that when there's a demand, when there's a gap of something, 
there's always a way to fill that void. And the pendulum, politically speaking, continues to shift back and forth pretty dramatically. The scary part and the problem is, is that if the pendulum swings too far to one side too quickly, it can get stuck. For example, if we allow all the progressive ideas to happen all at the same time, it probably won't be allowed to go back because we'll, what Barack Obama liked to say, fundamentally change the United States of America. And we'll have socialism and we'll have a such a large government that we'll never be able to get our freedoms back. So the pendulum can't stick. But overall, the pendulum likes to swing back and forth. We support a Republican president. We support a Democrat president. We go back and forth, usually about every eight years. It's very rare when we see back-to-back uh, candidates or uh, presidents that are one side or the other, and even goes to governors at the local level and statewide levels as well. The reason I bring this up is because right now, there is the new Gallup poll showing confidence in the military. And confidence in the military right now is massively on the decline. Actually, can you guess right now, Greg, how many people actually have confidence in the strength and the ability for our U.S. military to handle uh, international threats and threats to the United States and in order to defend the United States of America? Uh, I want to be optimistic because uh, I know we still have a, a pretty powerful military, but I think we have a lot of things that are going wrong in it. But I still want to be optimistic. I'm going to shoot a little high here. I think I'm going to go with about 65%. That's your high number. That's my high well, number. Well, you're close. You're close. It's about 60 right now. Okay. It's about 60%. And that's on the decline from what we had seen. The low that we had ever seen was back actually in like 1981, which was coming out of the Jimmy Carter era going into the Reagan administration, where that low was about 50%. Uh, looking at the trend from about 1975 to current, the high was in 1991 coming out of the Reagan administration and going into the Bush senior, right? Bush's senior, that was, yeah, that right, was during that time, right? Yep. That was about 85, that was 85% support. All right. So let's just say it's floated between 50 to 85% since 1975 right now we're at about 60 percent but it's been on the decline for a while which you can only guess between the clinton administration where it really started to move downward uh as well moving down a little bit again during the bush administration we saw a bit of a uh, spike after of course 9 11 and then it's been on the downward trend really since 2018 in the middle of the trump administration and it's gone downward probably because of the wokeness out of the military i would, I would agree yeah, I, I bring this up. I know we got to take a break here is because as we see confidence in the military go down, that also ties in with the levels of patriotism from the younger generation that we've seen on the decline as well. The support for socialism slowly on the decline in the nation as well. Where can we fill that void? How can we fill that gap? And what does the young generation look like in their outlook for the military in support of the country? We'll do that when we come back here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. 
Daniel, Defense Indeed. You can check out all the great partners with Armed American Radio and Armed American Radio's Daily Defense by going on the website armedamericanradio.org. Check out all the great partners there, all the great opportunities that you have to try and defend and support the Second Amendment and load yourself up on more of those firearms. There's, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Greg, but there's a big push to try and have people stop buying firearms. Oh, really? Uh, crazy, right? I yeah, did not wild. know this. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to make you stop buying firearms, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit, uh, which is fun. Uh, I want to give you some optimism because you know me. I'm the eternal optimist. I always see the thing. uh, I always see the glass, even if it's a quarter full. Like, man, you have three quarters of opportunity right there. Like that. Okay. (laughs) That's that's a good way to look at it, isn't it? Well, uh, when people give me the glass uh, scenario, I'm always like, well, the glass is always full because there's gases that are filling the rest of it outside of the liquid. So it's always full. Mm. Yeah, see, it, it could be just hot air from the Bidens, but nonetheless, it is still there. It, it's the un, un, there you go. It's the unseen <laughs> elements that are hanging around that people often forget about. Yeah, that's right. Three quarters of opportunity. So here it is. As we see a dropping in support for the military. Now, again, this is bounced back and forth between since 1975. It's kind of wavered between 50 to 85 percent. The highest point during the Reagan administration, the lowest point during the Jimmy Carter administration. And it's kind of floated in between since then, depending on what's going on worldwide. I think that we are seeing right now so much wokeism within the military as the social experiment that it unfortunately is that we're no longer teaching of how to say, hey, killing machine, there's bad guy over there. Go get bad guy. Like, that's really what we need. We need the grunts to literally grunt and go do their job and do horrendous, atrocious, terrible things that we don't want to know about, but are unfortunately necessary in the world for us to keep and maintain the freedom and security that we have in this nation. But here's the opportunity that we have is, again, I love the private sector, love capitalism, love the opportunity for us to fill the void when needed. There is a new study, according to the Hill.com, where high school boys are starting to shift their political views to be more conservative. I saw this. Yeah. According to the Hill.com, political identity of 12th grade boys, the senior year going into the end of their high school, looking at the venturing forth into college and the higher education that right now in 2023, 23% of high school boys consider themselves conservative. Which is kind of interesting because you're like, Andy, 23%. Really? Like, that's that's not very much. Yeah, it's like 77% of the opposite. Yeah, exactly. But you want to know how many actually consider themselves liberal? Take a wild guess. Uh, ooh, uh, let's say uh, 27%. Ah, 13. Oh, wow. I, I gave him a little Thir- more credit than I expected. 13. Conservatives are considered, uh, these are, again, 12th grade senior boys that are coming out of high school going into the fall school semester with higher education. 23% consider themselves conservative. 13% consider themselves liberal now back in 1975 again this was completely opposite we had 25 percent that considered themselves liberal compared to 17 as conservative but Mm. apparently the pendulum is beginning to swing and there's a lot of different ways that we can speculate here we can look at public education we can look at the generational wow the generation before me was really really stupid and they've done really dumb things so therefore i'm going to go the opposite direction because they do say that the generation that's coming up is supposedly going to be the most conservative generation since World War II because they're looking at my generation, the millennials, and they're like, well, these guys are really messed up. I want nothing to do with them. (laughs) 
And I think, I'm hoping, and I'm praying, because of the way the pendulum always sets up, is that while we always use the uh, the cyclical form of the good times create weak men, the weak t- uh, weak men create the hard times, the hard times create hard men, the hard men create good times, and the cycle continues, that right now we are in that good times creating weak men who are creating the really, really hard times. I think and the hard... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think this also uh, reflects in the, uh, the the dating pool. I think a lot of young men are trying to uh, find themselves in the world and find themselves a mate. And the women that they are uh, finding themselves surrounded by are not as impressive as they would like them to be. And they're finding or that you just have to ask whether it's actual female or not. There's that. And that you even have to <laughs> ask that question is a big problem, I think, to a lot of them. And I think that they find that a lot of these women are, are liberal women because they're being impressed upon by feminism. And it's a turnoff for the young guys. And they're finding that this is, you know, not a road they want to go down. Uh, they don't want to be these weak liberal men. They want to be strong. They want to be in the gym. They want to be uh, hard workers. They want to be able to be successful within their chosen fields, uh, but they find it hard with a current feminine uh, uh, feminism uh, propaganda that's being spread all throughout uh, young women's lives and throughout the society that they're like, we're, this is, we're rebelling against this, and I think it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic that's presenting itself. It is an interesting dynamic, and that's exactly it, is that, again, this goes back to we are filling a void, a need, a demand, consciously or subconsciously, from the private sector and from just human beings in general, that while we've swung the pendulum so far to the other direction, like you said, between the brainwashing and education, between the uh, enforcement and the the forcefulness of trying to make every male a beta male, trying to get rid of, quote-unquote, ultra-masculinity or toxic masculinity by trying to uh, masculinize women and feminize men. While all of this is going on, even at the younger ages, where right now we're debating on what gender a 13-year-old tries to identify as, the younger generation is recognizing this. And even with it being forced down their throat and shoved down their throat each and every day, by the administration, by the government, by the bureaucratic state, they're recognizing this is not the direction to go. They're going back to the way society really is intended to be, the natural state of things. And through that rebellion, they're bringing back the masculinity. They're bringing back conservative values. They're bringing back the family unit, even with so many families being torn apart left and right. What does this have to do with guns? This has a lot to do with guns because this generation is going to be the one as they come out to boost that morale within the military. They're going to be the ones signing up for the military more so than probably my generation or the ones that we've seen over the last few years, the last decade or so, really. They're going to be the ones trying to impress women through their masculinity and through their manliness of wanting to be in shape, wanting to go back to the old adage of doing really dumb things to try to impress the ladies and get their attention. This is going to be the generation that's going to need to be the hard men that creates the good times in society. Again, the question is, is there going to be enough of them? But that pendulum swinging again, and they're filling a void because no matter how much the government the public sector tries to manipulate the market and say what we need and try and tell us what we do need. We're filling it ourselves. And guess what? There's a massive demand for masculinity. Again, there's a massive demand for hard working men. I don't care what you try to tell women of how powerful that women can be, which again, we're all about equality here, not about trying to put down anybody, especially women. But guess what? 
women, no matter how much you try to tell them that they can do anything in the world, what really gets them genetically, biologically, all the way down to the cells in their DNA, they recognize that they want a man, not a boy, not a beta male, but they want a man. That's what attracts them. And you can't change biology no much, no matter how many times you try to force it within the government and the public sector. Things are going to correct themselves. And I'm here to tell you it's happening right before our eyes. And it's something exciting to watch. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, it's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters hanging out. Uh, he's out for the next few days, really out. Uh, he'll be on a day or two this week outside of that. He is out and about doing his thing. I'll be with you today and tomorrow. I don't think I'll be here for the end of the week, Thursday and Friday. Uh, just... I, I would love to. Not sure if I can do it. We'll keep you posted. But today and tomorrow, for sure, you'll be hearing these voices on the airwaves, at least the best that we possibly can for Armed American Radio. Make sure to check them out online, armedamericanradio.org, also armedamericannews.com as well. You can find my information on the social media at Who's Your Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason, and our website at whosyourreason.com. You can subscribe to my newsletter that's totally and completely free, which you can become the next Hoosier-holic. You can also find all our podcasts linked to radio station affiliates, which I really need to update because I have some more coming on and I have to update the link to all of our great affiliates that starting to pick up my program again, that Mark's been able to help with. And we love him to death and appreciate him giving this opportunity for the launching pad for our show that has been absolutely amazing and humbling. Thank you so much. We love you guys so, so much. And I'm glad. Thank you for just enjoying the fact that I get to fill in and talk about guns. You guys get a good response for this program when we're on here, aren't we? Don't you? That's amazing. Yeah, as far as I can tell, the numbers always look good when you're in. Uh, it, and it's you know always nice to have alternate perspectives, obviously, on the air. And you and I always tend to kind of veer off a little bit and talk about social issues and cultural issues and try to bring it back to guns as well. So that, that always makes for a good conversation. Well, it makes it for a good conversation, but so many of these issues tie in to guns and Second Amendment. I mean, for example, if we have a vast amount of beta males, how many, show of hands, how many people honestly actually think that they're going to be the ones out there purchasing a firearm? Because right now, the men aren't the growest demographic of firearm purchasers. I mean, obviously, if you're a male and you have firearms, you're not part of that new demographic. You've just been kind of continuing on doing your thing but how many i mean as a parent as a grandparent that listens to the show right now how many of your grandkids actually enjoy going out and going hunting going to the range and shooting firearms to my knowledge that number of younger kids and i say younger kids i'm like let's talk about actual kids like 15 years old or less how many of them actually enjoy doing that because According to the stats, that's going down. But if we're seeing an increase in conservative high school boys coming out that are 
maybe have a little bit more of the family values, try to think about more of the masculinity that are thinking about joining the military, then my only assumption is that they're going to be the saving grace as well, trying to keep the Second Amendment alive. Because if they're not the ones keeping the Second Amendment alive, who the heck's going to? Yeah. Right now, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be the ones that when there's a shooting, and we've said this so many times, Mark said this so many times, when there's a shooting in your community, the people that even said they were against guns, that's when your faith is tested. How much do you actually put your entire faith into the higher power of government to take care of you or that law enforcement that you hate so much to actually come and save the day? Or does your faith get tested in believing in your ideology to the point where, like, you know, maybe I'm going to go buy a firearm. Maybe I'm going to find a way to defend myself, which is why minority communities and black communities, especially and women communities and black women communities are the largest growing demographics to go out and purchase a firearm right now because they're sick and tired of having their kids and their grandkids joining gangs, getting into crime and getting shot left and right. And they want to defend themselves. They're tired of the mass shootings in their community that the media does not talk about any longer. They want to protect themselves. So at the end of the day, while the liberal propaganda rages on nationally and they're brainwashing the youth of America and they're trying to change them genetically, they're trying to do to brainwash the young generation and take them down a very strange road. The pendulum will always swing because guess what? You cannot change the biology and the genetic makeup of what we're supposed to do that's imprinted into our bodies, just into who we are, which is men to be masculine for women to try and utilize their femininity and not saying like just trying to attract guys, but saying they're the lovers, they're the nurturers, they're the motherly likes. They're the ones that want to be the loving, caring, tender ones. Not saying they can't be tough. Obviously, they're very tough. I I like to go back to the old Viking ways. Women were warriors as well. But that didn't take away from them being the mothers and the nurturers and the lovers and the caretakers as well. And the men who are supposed to be the big macho alpha males also have that tender side to provide for their family and to love their offspring and to love their wife and to take care and be that way. That's how society harmonizes it's that male and that female that yin and that yang working together to be one not trying to do the same damn thing that the other one's doing and trying to do it in a better way i agree with a lot of what you said i think also there is a slight shift in culture when it comes to hunting and while i don't have a problem with hunters uh, when i was a kid i did some hunting but i i didn't really enjoy it uh, I hated getting up super early, going out stalking, all that kind of a thing. And I didn't really care for the kill. I didn't like the meat afterwards. I just I always thought deer tasted terrible. And maybe that was how it was prepared or whatever. But I don't find myself craving to go out hunting for deer or to go hunting for elk or to go hunting for any of those kinds of animals. If I want some prime beef, because typically that's what hunting is for, to go out to sustain the family. Uh, I will certainly find it in other ways. Like I am looking into ordering from uh, 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 private farms and stuff like that so I can get meat shipped directly to my house versus buying stuff that is in the grocery store and whatnot. So I think there might be somewhat of a shift in culture as people are not necessarily looking at guns to go hunting with because obviously that's an option that you can do with guns, but that's not the primary reason why we have guns in this country. Um they are looking at it as, well, you know, maybe I feel more like an animal conservationist where I don't feel like I need to be shooting animals in order to be shooting on targets. 
because essentially you can go to the range and shoot guns and get the same uh, variable effect out of doing that versus going out and stalking animals, and you can work on your targeting as well. So I, I'm I'm curious, and I'd like to see a survey that would talk to a, a, a numerous amount of people, not just like 500 or 1,000, um, and ask them if they are big into hunting, are they, uh, you know, do they not like hunting, and what are the reasons for not liking it, you know, this, that, and the other. What are the reasons for liking hunting? hunting? A lot of the times... The joy of hunting is bonding with the older parent, with the father and with the uncles sure. and with the grandfather and that kind of a thing. Same for fishing is being able to go out with your older parents and uncles and stuff like that and have a good time out on the lake while you're fishing and you're learning a skill and learning how to do that. Same for hunting, going out and bonding with your relatives um, and having that bond and those memories as you get older so that you can in turn pass them down to your children as well. I think that that is far more important than actually going out for the kill. Um, that's just me personally. You know, I, again, I would I hunted as a kid, but it wasn't a big thing for me. I enjoyed more shooting guns, and I enjoyed hanging out with my dad and my uncles and stuff like that because it was always a fun atmosphere and the conversation was very loose. We could, you know, as a young boy, I could say a lot of things I couldn't get away with around my, around my mom. And so that's what made doing that kind of an activity so much more fun. Uh, when now I was shooting guns at, I think, 9 or 10 years old, and that was like little pistols, you know, as your first gun you shoot. You're certainly not getting a 12-gauge shotgun so that it can blow you back 10 feet. You're getting probably a little 38, a little 32, something like that, a 380, something you can more likely handle and not be afraid of it so that as you age, you are not scared of guns, essentially, uh, because you're not familiar with them. Like a lot of adults are now when you see new adults, uh, not new adults, but new people introduced to guns that are adults and never experienced it as kids, that they have this this apprehension when it comes to handling a firearm, shooting a firearm, being familiar with a firearm, knowing how to eject magazines, knowing how to eject the jammed cartridge, intimidating. knowing how to clear a stovepipe, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it can be very intimidating because you know you've got a dangerous object in your hand if it's not held and used safely. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, it is very much a culture. And like you said, even if you're not into hunting, which is on the decline right now, just I think because kids are more excited to be watching video games and playing video games than they are being in the great outdoors, that can change. But it is the culture of spending time and doing something that's a bonding issue that they're trying to take away of. Again, we'll talk about some of that when we come back here at Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. we got lots more to get to. Stay here. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. 
Back to the show, indeed. Holy cow, Greg! This has flown by so fast this hour. I don't, I, I don't know where the year hour went, and I had so much more to talk about. So well, yeah. I guess we have tomorrow to do it, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I, it seems like I'm always standing on the Zoom button over here, but it does fly pretty quickly. Yeah, it flies right on by. That's what we do here. Fastest hour of radio on, well, radio is what I always like to say. And Mark, I know it flies by for him every day as well. As we kind of wrap up this conversation and we look at the filling of the void, the younger generation that's moving towards the other direction. I've said this on my program a few different times and read these stats, but it might be of interest here as well. That as we look at the support for military, for example, the support for firearms, because like you said, it's not just about hunting or even defending yourself, but just the use of firearms is kind of a, a a family bonding time. It's a bonding way. It's a way for, again, masculine men and women and whoever to, you know, get their power on. You know what show I like to watch? And we've been watching it every night when I come home and eat dinner. What is it? Home Improvement <laughs> and Tool Time. Yeah. And I, I love it. I grew up with it. It was like my iconic childhood show where that was the manly man was Tim Allen and, uh, you know, tool yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, you'll enjoy this. Yesterday, my nine-year-old came out with a tool belt on in her in her battery-powered play tools <laughs> wanting to fix the chair. And I called her out on it, and I said, wow, tool time's been getting to you, huh? And she looked at me and rolled her eyes. She goes, no, Dad, because she usually walks out of the room. But she hasn't played with that since she was two. Oh, wow. And now she's nine, and she walked out with that toolkit wanting to play and i said great it's the binford 6100 power drill you know and i joked with her <laughs> and uh, she just rolled her eyes but it's, it's, there's a demand for it there's a need for it there's a craving for that masculinity and whether it's working on tools whether it's working on cars whether it's shooting guns whether it's going out and being in nature and camping or hiking there's traditions that are bonding for men and the masculinity to try and grow again and I know the progressives are trying to take this away. We have the electric car now to where we can't work on, you know, a, a, a you know, 12 cylinder, whatever kind of vehicle. I'm terrible with cars. So you're going to laugh at me. Like, oh, it's stupid, Andy. But it's there's the the culture. There's that community of those that like to rebuild engines and make them more powerful and make them stronger, make them faster. You can't do that with an electric vehicle. They're no. trying to take it away. I think uh, trying to take it. Yeah, I think a lot of the things uh, it just hit me as you were describing all of this and what it essentially is, whether it's your daughter, whether it's uh, women in society looking for a mate, whether it's uh, young men looking for a mate and a woman, uh, all the things that people are craving right now is that strong masculine mentality and presence to be able to share knowledge with their children and to be able to share knowledge with their spouses their wives and to be able to pass that down like the inherent uh, bonding between children and the older relatives, the, the fathers, the uncles, that, the grandfathers, um, that was passed down through the original colonialists because how else do you defend the country? You teach your son how to shoot, just like in the movie The Patriot, where he taught each of his boys, aim small, miss small where he taught yeah, exactly. them how to use the black powder and ball rifles and how to use them accurately so that they could defend the family, they could defend themselves, they could defend the nation, and how to be um, industrious, to be able to repair your own vehicle, to be able to build your own house, to be able to do your own crafts with skilled labor tools in order to have a product at the end of the day because – Essentially, men, we are creators and we are we are fixers 
and we are builders. You know, we're, we're always looking to solve problems, and we last thing we want to do is take it to somebody else to solve the problem, especially if we could have done it ourselves. I don't know how many times, well, I do know how many times I've taken a vehicle to a, an auto mechanic shop, and I was like, I don't feel like dealing with it, just fix it. And they tell me it's something easy, and it's like four or $500, and I'm like, I really could have done that. You know, <laughs> you know I yeah. really well, could have is- done that. Like you said, we're the creators, and guess what? That will never go away. That is embedded in our DNA. That is embedded in who we are, both both male and female. We are the creators, and no matter how much we pawn off to, like you said, an auto shop to go take care of it or technology and AI to think for us or do whatever, there will always be that urge. That's why we're seeing mental health issues. That's why we're seeing a rising crime. That's why we're seeing kids getting in trouble. That's why we're seeing the broken family unit is because we've forgotten our purpose, which is to create which is to build, which is to work and be able to understand and do things ourselves. This younger generation that's coming up, that's going to be, quote, unquote, the most conservative since World War II, the one that we're seeing coming out of high school that says they're way more conservative, at least for the men. Women are a different story, and we can touch on that later. But according to the men that are more conservative than they are liberal coming out of high school is the generation that's going to say, well, our military is weak. Right now, we have a 60% support and faith in our military to do the job that it needs to do. It's time to go in and fix that. Wow, government's really messed up right now. It's time for us to go in and fix that. Just because Mitch McConnell may have a 20, 30-second, 40-second freeze with an aneurysm in the middle of a press conference, wow, maybe it's time for some fresh young blood to go do something different. Patriotism for the young generation is at an all-time low at 18%. Mm. We have less than 20% patriotic, pro-American loving views with the younger generation between the ages of 18 to 35 right now. That is dangerous. This is the young generation coming in and saying, if we're going to make this country good, we have to at least love it. We have to invest into it. We have to put the blood, sweat, and tears into the nation to make sure it's actually going to be the way we want it to be. Well, They see the anti-masculinity. They see the feminism going on, and they're tired of it. And this is going to be the optimism of it shifting gears. And all of that is going to rely on, again, the support of guns and the firearms and the Second Amendment that the young generation may not have as much of an opportunity to experience. But with the masculinity coming back, it's going to be another rise to where they're never going to let it go. Yeah. And all of that to be said is that the propaganda has been working. Like Yuri Bezmanov said, when it came to communist Russia and they were talking about um, psychologically affecting the next generation of demoralization so that they did not care about their country. They didn't see anything that was great about their country. They didn't see something worth fighting for. And the amount of young kids that especially the young boys that are seeing a lot of the older that are complaining about this huge college debt and they're looking at being hands on people, possibly going into trades versus going to some kind of a college and getting a degree that's completely worthless and being saddled with debt beyond imagine. They may be the next that are are certainly going to be conservative because they're going to have more blue collar jobs. They're maybe going to be entrepreneurs opening a blue collar uh, uh, business, and they're going to be looking at the country in a far more patriotic view, and hopefully picking up on a lot of the things that you know what's left of the older generations that can aspire to be more masculine, to be more patriotic, and to be more loving for their families and their 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 wives and their children, and to be able to go forward as good patriotic humans and to 
keep the country going and to be able to keep what we aspire to do in the United States is to be a force for good versus a second place winner when it comes to leading the world. It's what it's all about. The fight's always real. And you know what? When we need it, we always find it, that filling for the void, that filling of the free market and filling in that gap that's desperately needed. It's going to happen. And that's my optimism for the day. So hang in there as we continue to fight for Second Amendment and firearm issues and rights across the nation while they try desperately to take them away. They never can. And it's not just because they physically can't take them all away, but it's really because they can't take away the idea of freedom, hard work and creativity from Americans across the nation. That does it for us today. We're back at it again tomorrow. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. filled your prescription for freedom with mark walters presented by x insurance x insurance on the armed american radio network I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 Four five four seventy twelve.